Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Aries. Yes. What do you think uh, Stevie Wonder's wife would say if she saw Stevie accidentally walk into a wall? Oh, Steve. Yo, before we really get started, uh, we want to welcome, of course, our loyal listeners. Hits 101 which is now a part of the Spears and Steinberg team. Uh, so to all you new listeners and hopefully loyalists, uh, welcome. Yeah, and make sure you hit 101 people are checking out our, uh, our the, the podcast itself. You can go find us on any of the streaming platforms. Google, Amazon, Apple, Anchor, uh, Spotify, all that shit. Make sure you hit subscribe because as our content continues, we're going to have uh, content that won't be available on Hits 101, because we're going to be doing that on Thursdays or Fridays. Exactly. So, uh, And also, uh, always hit us up through email, Spears 45 at Hotmail. Uh, anytime you want to drop some knowledge or talk some shit, uh, to have it read on the podcast. Yeah, I'm andycomedy.com, uh, and you can find all my social media on my podcast, on my uh, webpage, and you can also get me at funnyhappens at gmail.com. Okay, now that we got the foreplay out the way, let's fuck. Okay, welcome to the emails. Here we go. Uh, first up, Brandon Watkins. Uh, startup. Yo, Aries and Andy, greetings from across the pond. Oh, hello. Cheerio. <laughs> hello. Do, um, do they have that a and all there? They don't have it. <laughs> we still don't have it. It's been a shortage, and we don't have it. When are we going to get more NAL? I don't know. But we don't edit. All right. Um, this is just a quick email to plead with you and Andy to watch Startup on Amazon Prime. Trust me, Aries, it's just as good, if not better, than Breaking Bad, The Wire, Snowfall, etc. Mm, that's a tall order there, Jack. How is it not as well known as the shows I mentioned? 
Maybe because it's not as good. Now we got to see that because we fell asleep on Snowfall, so I'm checking shit out now. Wait, you fell asleep? Oh, yeah, we fell asleep. Not literally, but yeah. yeah okay. How is it not as well known as I mentioned? I do not know. It's absolutely brilliant. If you are not hooked by the first two episodes, I will send you. What is that? Uh, that's 50 lira. That's English money. Lira, I thought was that lira? Quibbit, quibs or pounds? Pounds. Oh, that might be pounds. Is what it is. I'll send you fifty pounds. Real talk. On another note, can you please do the Southern waitress impression from Rally more often? It's ho- fucking hilarious. <laughs> Would y'all like anything? Would you like anything? Can I get you anything? You know who who who, 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 who that voice reminds me of now that I've seen it? The bitch from Ozark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does the little blonde. Yeah, yeah. My daddy. Yes, can I get you? I never had you penis. Yeah, but um, on Ozark, she has a dirtier sound to her her accent. Yeah, like she's a filthy bitch. <laughs> daddy. Hers is a little bit more hillbilly. That nigga raped me, daddy. Would you like to eat my pussy? All right. Um, anywho... Please, please, please check out Startup on Amazon Prime. You and Andy will love it. I promise you. Kind regards, Brandon Watkins from London, UK. Salute. P.S. Get Caller Lacey back on the Goddamn Podcast. Yeah, we haven't had her in a while. Yeah, I know. So what is the show about, nigga? You couldn't give us... A hint? A hint? Well, it sounds like it's on that same... But just Brit- like British shit. I, I I got into this watching this. Uh, uh, we got to get these blokes. If they don't give us all cocaine and give it to us in time, we got to seal a fucking deal. The bloody deal. I don't know anything about it. Don't throw him out a bloody window. <laughs> I don't know, man. When you listen, this is America, baby. When you when you see our shit, our gangster shit, dead presidents, motherfucking. Uh, New Jack City and our Italian shit, Goodfellas, motherfucking casino. It's hard to switch to, oh, I want me money. If I'm going to get me money, I'll throw this bloke out in window. Dude, mm-hmm. Office, The Office came from uh, this is British comedy. And like everything else America does, we took your shit and we fucking made it better. Well, Ricky Gervais only did, I think they did one, only one season of The Office. In Britain? Yeah, and then we ran it. And then we stole your shit, because that's what America does. America takes what the fuck it wants, doesn't give you credit, and gets rich off your fucking shit. But where do we... Say something, nigga. But where do we learn that from? To steal? Like that, and take your shit. Where did America learn it? Yeah. We the originators. No, it came from the British. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll type out everything I'll say. And then we, then we took America, and then we, we decided to run with it. Well, I don't know who raped who. <laughs> but when all was said and done, someone became the rapist and the other became the victim. All right. Um, <clears throat> Andre Oliver, Ep 234. You like that? That's too much? No. That, see, it's proportioned. All right. Let me read Just it for first. Those, yeah, there's... What's up, ANA? The joke with you and Andy and you as the black militant was hilarious. (laughs) 
I often get mad about things I can't control in the world. I live in examples, politics. I live in, I live, I can't control, well, let me, I often get mad about things I can't control in the world I live in. Examples, politics, rappers, putting out bad music, and my biggest one, the way, the, my biggest one, the way world neg- negatively views black people. How do you, Andy, think I should deal with problem? <clears throat> I'm constantly ranting at my religious friends when they try to give their religious opinions as I feel their gods don't exist when it comes to black people. P.S. Sorry for the long email. Dog, this wasn't long at all. Uh, you guys are dope. Talk to TJ about that. Um, <clears throat> you guys are dope. And come on, Andy, you wouldn't smash Megan the Stallion if you were single and younger. Dude, look at her. I, like jeans. I, I feel like jeans would make kids strong. Nigga, stop talking like the Hulk. <laughs> I feel like jeans would make kids strong. Come on, nigga, fill in the blanks. And that's her, Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, but she, the, she's proportion. Right. Like, it, it has to have, it needs to make sense. She can't have Sinbad body. No, but it's, it, you know, it. When your when your thighs are eight times bigger than your upper body, mm-hmm. I can't. I I don't. That doesn't. Right. It doesn't set up right for me. Okay. She was the, the she was fine. <laughs> you see, I casually shitted on Gemma. I didn't shit on that. That's that. That's not what I like. Some 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 people want nothing but thighs and a, and to walk into the room. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> thighs as though that bitch didn't have accurate calves an accurate ass a, a, a flat stomach coca-cola bottle waist and 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 decent titties like her shit wasn't proportioned properly not for me it wasn't she look i'm sorry she really does look like like she would knock once and then she'd rip the door off and come in she just, just i love it i love it. i'm here for every second of that ferocious woman on man rape I'm here for every goddamn second of it. Rip my jeans and drawers off like I have on a dressing skirt, bitch. I'm here for all of it. Alan Camacho, pod email four. Uh, ANA, what up? I just finished the Snowfall pod episode, and I feel like I thought I knew Andy. Turns out he is the wildest and greatest Jumex in history. (laughs) (laughs) I like how he was... I like how he casually let the audience know that he was a club DJ who did blow off bitches' pussies <laughs> and hung out with millionaires who tased motherfuckers for fun. My <laughs> man Andy is a legend. Nigga, I'm telling you, I know y'all think I'm joking when I turn and go, Andy, I thought I knew you. Nigga, I'm real in that moment. Yo, yo, because the, the nigga I hang out with, I, I wish I could jump in a time machine and flashback with this motherfucker because that, woo! Dude, I'm 55 <clears throat> years old. I I got I, I I found out what happens when you just do what you want to do. You end up getting in trouble, um, and then I got I had we got married and had kids, got divorced, raised my kids. I'm 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 still like that person lives inside of me, but I'm 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 relaxed now. You know who Andy is now? I, I got it. Um, if we were to go back in a time machine and go to Andy's the apex of his uh druggery Andy is <clears throat> David Kleinfeld from the lawyer played by 
Uh, no, no, no. That dude's a bitch, man. No, no. I don't mean the the, the, the bitch tendencies. I mean just more of the yeah of having the style, and I would see with the house and the clothes. Yeah, but he. he, he what was the actor that played him? Madonna's ex-husband, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Um, yeah, from Carlito's way. Yeah. Dave is my friend, Gail. But like, like I, I, there are. You know what? I'm going to say this. There are some. There are some street rules that you got, and you just if you fuck up, if something goes wrong. Now, if someone fucks you, I believe that you have every right to fucking turn them in or do whatever needs to be done if they fucked you over if they'd made a stupid move that ended up fucking you but when you fuck up you are not you can't turn on anybody you don't that that's a character in that in, in you ain't a lawyer no more Dave yeah you're a gangster and he wasn't ready to be a gangster he wasn't and you gotta keep the gun up here yeah. that way when they come in you ready for how do you counselor um I hated that character did you really wow uh, kind of like that Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell movie where you find out the nerdy character Will Ferrell plays used to be a pimp named Gator. That should be Andy's new nickname, <laughs> Andy Gator Steinberg. This leads me into my question for this email. If you and Andy did a buddy comedy, what kind of movie would you want to make? I could see y'all doing a hilarious stoner movies or even a couple funny cops. Um... I think the cop thing would be interesting. I told you I'd love to do that Nick Nolte, uh, Eddie Murphy with you. But like 48 maybe, Hours? Yeah, but maybe switch the who who was who. So who would you be? I think it would be fun if I was the... It, it would be fun for me to, to be... To the Eddie Murphy character? And you do... Not the character, that style of movie. Right. Well, so uh, you're the... I'm the straight... Not straight guy, but I'm the... The badass right, cop right. who's a little... Uh, who has the, that edge. Now, see, my instinct is to want to be the Eddie role because I think that's what more most of the comedic meat is at. But I see what you're saying and it would be a challenge to find the comedy in the other role. Well, and that's the thing because that character's already, it's already been done where that guy's the... Right. And you would bring all that, the funny in the Nick Nolte character. Do you remember any other lines from 48 Hours? Dude, there's one, the only one that I really remember is that uh, when uh, Nick Nolte says... Uh, what it says? Oh, and you drive that. It's, I don't remember. I can't quote it. The the Porsche, right? And Eddie Murphy said I was gonna I was gonna get a a beat up old uh, blue. But the last piece of shit cop then, bought the last blue sky Cadillac. Yeah, that's right. The, that's that's the line that always. All right, let's do that part. Not that part, but this part where he goes, Jack, tell me a story, and I say fuck you, and you go, that's one of my favorites. So go ahead. So who am I? Eddie Murphy. Jack, tell me a story. Fuck you. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's do one more. Uh, you go. Now, Jack, I don't know if you're going to remember. It's not a lot, but if you can. Now, look, Jack, I'm going to be an honest man from now on. But if I did decide to become a thief, yeah. what makes you think you can catch me? Now, Jack, I'm going to be an honest man from now on. But if I did decide to become a thief, what makes you think you're going to catch me? I'm going to light it back, Reggie. 
<laughs> See, <laughs> there's great. Nolte has great lines, in, but it's the straight man lines. Right. But there's a lot more in there because he, the, I know that there were some funny lines that he had in there. But look, we ain't buddies, we ain't partners, we ain't friends. If Gaz gets away with my money, you're going to be sorry you ever met me. I'm already sorry. Look, man, that's enough, all right, Jack? You've been, I'm hungry, all right? You've been treating me like shit ever since we got out here. I want to go get something to eat. I want a nice place, nice atmosphere, some violins, some mandolins. Out comes the candy bar. Here's your goddamn dinner. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, and, so, and then so, we get the bus boys to be in the movie yes. again. So tell me, Jack, man, what's your, what's your girl's story besides you? Ah, you know, God, make Tell me she got big, giant titties, Jack. This is going to be a long fucking night, convict. All right. I told you that story when I was in jail, though, and that uh, I woke up. And think, the nigga's dick was in your ass? No. <laughs> I woke up the next morning. Very scared. I, I, was, I was scared. Uh, the next morning, I wake up, and uh, the dude that I'm in this <laughs> cell with, he got sent down. He got in trouble. So mm-hmm. you go, you lose your privileges. He got sent down to this, to mm-hmm. this jail room, and he had been in prison for attempted murder. And so I'm mm-hmm. having this casual breakfast conversation with him mm-hmm. and then and he'd been in prison now for seven years mm. and he started asking me questions about my girlfriend and i was like you know i was like oh well i'm gonna be cool and i'm just gonna see. and then when i started talking he goes well does she have does she have big big titties and then i started thinking to myself and do you not get this guy excited about right, a woman right, i'm right. locked up in a room with him so right. i just go well nah she's not that attractive she's just a really cool chick uh <laughs> I'd have been like, nigga, nah, nigga, she got breast cancer. She got one titty. <laughs> and the other one's just a spot where a nipple used to be. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. got, she's like Cyclops, nigga. She got one eye and one titty. Yeah, I got, yeah. Real, I got real nervous real fast on right. that one. Right, yeah, man. man. You're supposed to shit on yourself during that whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Smell this, nigga. Put your dick in that. Um, Duke 23. My nigga, I feel like a proud father that's watched his son graduate. I could not be happier to hear how much you love Snowfall. We all been waiting and it's finally here. I'm writing to you now as I am only 28 minutes into the podcast because y'all are hitting all the points that I t- that I was too while watching this show. Seeing how Franklin's character grows is incredible and I think they did it just right. They didn't make him hard coming right out the gate. He was never in this world. He was ne- he was never in this world. He's got to grow up and become a man and learn this shit. And his uncle is who he uh, initially learns the game from. But he clearly surpasses his uncle because he's got the business intellect to make savvy moves needed to make this shit happen. I can't say enough about this sh- uh, show, man. And a special shout out to John Singleton. Rest in peace for the creation of this show. All right, man. I got to finish listening to the podcast. I'll hit you guys up again. Peace, your boy, Dre. Yeah, man. It's uh, This is gold, motherfucker. You know, one, one of the scenes we didn't talk about, though, in, Snow, in Snowfall that I thought was one of the... Like, where you see how smart Franklin is, and he doesn't want to kill anybody, but he knows he has to send messages, and he, mm-hmm. he's figuring that out. When he makes... The, the one dude who got... Uh, raped by the guy that was trying to find the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wants revenge. Mm-hmm. And the other dude is like his his partner's like you got to let that shit go, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. And eventually, he gets uh, Franklin gets that guy to kill his best. Yeah, friend. well, yeah, that scene was great. And the way he yeah. just takes him out, and he's 
Right, dude. That scene. Yeah, man. That 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 was a. That and then before that, which was the little teaser, which you didn't know what was going down till that moment came, was him and the dude in the restaurant, and then he just you you, you he said I got some business proposition for you, but then they don't go any further, and the next time you see him, yeah. he just walks out the restaurant. So you're left going, what was that about? And then eventually you saw what it was about. Masterfully done, man. Masterfully done. Bravo. Um, G Weeks. Jamaican accent. Aries and Andy. You guys have quickly become my favorite podcast in my rotation after starting from episode one and following the growth. <clears throat> and if there's any new people listening to this, I, 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 I implore you, please don't go out of contact don't go out of order go to the beginning i know that we if you just starting you're like oh my god 200 and something but yo episode one binge try to go in order because when you when you follow the growth and you see the evolution it's like watching a tv show where in season one the huxtables were children then by the time season nine they're all adults will you like it if you watch it out of order yeah because good is good but to grow with someone, to watch the development, to watch us take the training wheels off the bike, to watch us take our first steps, to 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 smell in our fingers after we done put it in some pussy and go, you growing up. It's, 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 it, it means more. <clears throat> Do you remember your first uh finger sniff? Yeah, the when you smelled it. You know, um, <laughs> I did, I, I did, and it, it just smelled like I was wearing a bad tuna glove. My, the girl that I smelled like a little, it was it was pretty clean. It smelled sulfury though. Sulfury? What's a sulfury? Sulfury, like like an like an egg. Ooh! No, no, not bad. Like like just like hard boiled egg, nothing bad. But I just <sighs> I remember walking home the whole way, <laughs> just mm. just the whole way. Wow. That was like the that was the that was the beginning. Right. I, I remember of, of everything that was going to be bad for the rest of my life. Right. Uh, until recently, and right. and just the yeah, that was a great if day. The first time you got some pussy, if you could detach your dick and smell it, <laughs> would you do it? I don't think so. Okay. I know because I can smell it with my finger on. Why would I want to smell my dick too? No, but you you really want to get a good whiff of what you just did. Yeah, I got enough of a whiff. I don't think I need to do. Uh, I, I I don't know why. Would you? Absolutely. <laughs> I just want to want to make sure I hold it the right way. Because if I hold it like it's a uh uh what do you call that? Horizontal. Which one is this? That's horizontal. If I hold it horizontal. And someone want to walk in the room at that exact moment. You could tell I'm smelling dick. But if I hold it with the head facing my face and you walk in, now I look like I'm about to suck dick. So you not eye to eye. Not eye to eye. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you remember your your first? Do you rem- My first. You get to say her name. Would, would you say her name if you I didn't remember? I don't remember her name. I don't even remember her name. I'm just gonna say it was Tracy. My first was yeah. Tracy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boy, that first piece. Jesus Christ. Feel like you fucking in a waterbed, nigga. Just your whole. Oof. All right. Um. 
I'm currently on episode 117, where you read an email about a woman's Jamaican mother having a weird theory about the OJ murder trial. I've heard your Jamaican accent on previous episodes, but when you broke into the Jamaican voice on this one, I realized that you were doing a spot on Marcus Garvey impression. LOL. I don't know who Marcus Garvey is. What? Who is that? You don't know who Marcus Really? No. Look him up. Okay, hold on. Let me finish right. Not sure if this was intentional, but it was. But if you compare it to the few speeches he has on YouTube, you can see that your cadence matches his exactly. How? Excuse me. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Here's a belch. God damn. <laughs> you really don't know who my. No. He's a I hope you two keep the podcast going until the wheels fall off. Thanks, G. No. Black leader came up with the black flag. Well, the African American flag. Black Americans flag. Is he Jamaican? I, I, well, he asked yeah, me. Yeah. He said it. Yeah, look him up. All right. I'm going to look him up before we finish. Um, Yeah, dude, you know what's crazy? I know my Jamaican accent is not the greatest because when real Jamaicans hear me do it, and, I've, and I, they'll, they'll tell me it's not. But to people who aren't Jamaican, it sounds Jamaican. Ma, hold on. What are you talking about? Hold on. Hold on. What the boy are talking about? What are you talking about? The man wants to go outside. You better go there. To somebody that ain't don't speak Jamaican, they like uh, you know. Oh my God, that is so Jamaican. <laughs> I was just there. That's great. Come on, man. You want something to drink? Come down to the fountain. I give you something for the cool breeze. I wish I could find that episode. That was one of my favorites when I was talking about the leg up on top of the air conditioner. As you get out the shower <laughs> and the wind shooting up your thighs and around your balls or your testicles and feel the cool breeze. <laughs> Steve, give me that Jamaican music, baby. And you don't have to cut that part out. I want I want I want the people to hear me say that. Steve, give me the Jamaican music in three, two, one. When you get out the shower, man, in your butt naked. You put one of your legs on top of the air conditioner. That's if you're staying in the kind of room where the air conditioner is on the floor. And put one leg up and stand there and let the cool breeze shoot all through your testicles around your ass and up your butt crack. It's a good feeling, man. And if you're female, you can do the same thing. Put your leg up and let the air and the cool breeze shoot to your vajayjay. Up your uterus. You can feel the wind shift around. <laughs> your liver and your heart. And you wait till pirate at the very end there. Dinner, dinner, <laughs> your heart. That's <laughs> how so much a Jamaican pirate. What you want to do, Urban? I like uterus. <laughs> shoot to your pussy and your lips and go around your uterus. Okay. And then when it come up through your body and you open your mouth and you breathe out, you feel cool air circulate. Dude, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with the Jamaican accent. Do you remember when we were in the in the Uber and it was it was an African dude and you did your African accent? Yes. And he believed that you were from yes. That was. But my African is again because of my brother Ish, who's who's from Sierra Leone. So I actually grew up around him. With the African, what's what what's what's what you're going to do? Dakie, when you want to, if you're going to cook the food, you better put a, you better put the food in the refrigerator. Don't tell me you don't want to do it. Come on, you have no say in the matter. 
Dude, that dude, and then you finally you finally let him in on it at the end, and I thought that was fucking brilliant. Nigga, I'm not African. Where where do you think where where do you think I'm from? You thought I was from Zimunda or Wakanda? Come on, man, you don't you don't know. The Africans smack their lips a lot. I don't believe that one. The man told you what? Come on, man. I'm not going to happen. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, cool nuts, nigga. Cool nuts. All right. I, and you know what? I, have you ever been in Jamaica? No. No, I haven't. Beautiful. I went to uh, Montego Bay. Beautiful. It's like anything, any of those places with a lot of black folks that are poor. There's so much poverty around there. But then you, the resorts are all made to make the white folks feel comfortable. Away from the real poor niggas. <laughs> Don't. The only time the white people want to be near the niggas is when they venture away from the resort to get their weed. That's the only time. And then they want to get back there for safety. You don't want to be out at dark in the Jamaica with the niggas because we blend into the night. And you won't. <laughs> and you won't. And you won't see us coming. You be walking down a dirt road all by yourself. And next thing you know, you hear a crunch from our feet touching the ground. <laughs> you turn around and you just see white teeth and eyes going, give me your goods. All right. <laughs> did, did you have a good time when you were in Jamaica, though? Yes, absolutely. And, and honestly, I'm asking this as an honest question. I mean, I know we're joking a lot, but let me ask you. As a black man in Jamaica, how are you treated with Jamaicans? As an American or as, a, as welcomed as a black man? We're treated as tourists with money. That's it. Yeah. They're just tourists with money. As soon as we leave, then, I don't like them niggas, them Americans. They think they're better than us. Fuck them. Don't let them fool you. Oh, no. <laughs> Even try to school you, oh no. Could this be love, then be love. All right. Um, I got Kulsh here, but I'm going to save it to the end because I want that nigga to soak until it's time. <laughs> he, he's like, uh, when, 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 you, when you put a tea bag in the water, when, you, when you're making right. tea, and and you just... Uh, what are they called? Steeping. Steeping. Steeping, yeah. yeah you, let, you, let, you let him coach steep. Yeah, just steep a little bit. <laughs> Some for some Indian tea, some from curry tea. Let that nigga roast in the bathtub. Eventually, lift him up, drink him. I want to make sure I'm nice and toasty for the wedding. All right, um, Roman Woods, let Andy live. What's up, Aries and Andy? I'm a long time listener and my first time emailing the pod. Oh, I love this, a virgin. My name is Roman from Columbus, Ohio, which we will be at in like three weeks. weeks. Yeah. My brother Rodney got me hip to the pod a few years ago after listening to episode 230. I had to come to my man Andy's defense. <gasps> oh, God damn. I'm going to do that from now on. Nigga. <laughs> I don't know. That might replace the quarterback's toes. <laughs> it's time. It's time to switch out the quarterback's toes. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it's official. It's official. No more quarterback is toast. Andy has introduced me <laughs> to a new saying followed by a fart from me. And I love it. I love it. You know how you put on a pair of something and it just feels right? 
You just go, I'm buying this bitch. <laughs> Nigga, I just tried on an outfit that fits perfectly. I can't wait to fart. I wish I could force myself to fart right now, but I know if I did, shit will come out. All right. Uh, how many episodes do we have to hear someone come at him for his opinion? Ooh. On the social climate, current events, etc. It gets old. Hearing him defend his position on the same three topics. Take that, Pharaoh. Andy and Aries have different opinions, and that's the beauty of the pod. <clears throat> Two men who respect each other, but have different views communi- communicating their POV. Let me stop real quick. I wish you got, guys, go eat YouTube the scene of uh, Lean On Me with Robert Guillaume and Morgan Freeman. Put in courtroom fight uh, when 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 that what that is such a great scene and Robert Guillaume one ups him and goes contrary to popular belief because I remember Morgan Freeman fi- uh, 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 fuck 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 he fired the football coach mm-hmm. and he also said something crazy to the black woman who ends up becoming his nemesis that gets him arrested for the chains on the door right and. He goes, and you will apologize and give her a formal apology. You will rehire that football coach. And contrary to popular belief, I am the head nigger in charge. And then there's a pause. And Morgan goes, you really think you bad, don't you? <laughs> and then Robert Gill goes, come on, let's go get something to eat. And it was just a great two dudes who are cool going at it, but still maintain a man friendship well and they also know that they have the same agenda they might be going at it different right. ways but they have the same agenda and by the way for our white folks that are listening out there robert guillon is benson yes do 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 i don't know that theme song but yeah, it's just trying to help him out though because yeah. Yeah, that's that, that'll get him into yeah. the scene or if you're really old soap soap but yeah, yeah. and he was still benson and soap but yeah it was really he was still a butler yeah yeah he that was Dude, that was such a funny show. Who 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 was the best butler, Benson or Leave It to Mr. Belvedere? What's wrong with the um, What's wrong with the uh, butler from uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Oh, Joffrey. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so Joffrey, Belvedere, or Benson? This is gonna make me. If I say this, racist. Well, the Benson. Well, hold on, take a minute. Get deep breath. Get it in your lungs. The 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 soap Benson, that character, mm-hmm. that that butler. He was just kind of that more of the the stereotypical. I'm a. I, I, but he always ended up with how much he hated the white folks too. Yeah, that's my favorite character. I don't give a fuck if it, if it, if there's some racism that's associated with no, that. But you know, I'm I'm glad you said that because. That was one of those 80s TV tricks where they always go, we don't want to, if we make the butler black, he's the help. So we run the risk of pissing off the black community. But what they do is make him smarter than everybody else, make him sassy, and make him tell everybody what he feels. And that way, he if he, want, if he ups the white folks, he ain't seen as a weak, Nigga, if you if you make them all oh, that niggas putting them white folks in their place, then you can get away with making him the help. Well, 
That show was very interesting, though, too, because that's also where Billy Crystal became famous originally. You look marvelous. And that's where he plays a gay character. And there was Did no, he? yeah, there was no gay characters on that time on TV. And then Uh-oh. you have the Benson character who just said, I hate these white folks, which mm-hmm. was different for that time. And then there was all the weird stuff that was going on uh, in the soap opera style, but with really weird white shit that was going on. It was different from that time because prior to that time, we had always been seen as weak. We'd always been seen as the help. We'd always we'd always be seen as the victim. So how do you still be the help but not be the victim? Well, put white man in his place in those kind of shows. But you got to remember in the seventies, and this was I think late seventies, early eighties is, is is soap. But don't forget, the, the, this is what's really interesting, and and why sometimes if you have history which I have history because I'm older, I can look back at things. There was, a, there was a period in television where you had the Mod Squad where they actually had a woman, a black guy, mm-hmm. and then the, 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 the kind of more hippie-looking mm-hmm. white dude. Uh, Room 222, uh, all these shows that, that uh, had a strong black presence or, or, or a minority presence in them. Mm-hmm. What we, uh, and there was more shows than that. I just don't remember them all off the, uh, you know, right now because my, me and my memory issues. But it, there was like this movement and then it just, like a lot of times, it just goes away. Like when Fox TV had Rock, and then they had all the the shows that were. And then the, there's this like, like there's there's an amount that is actually like you're like you're, not that it's making changes, but you're like, oh look, this is coming. We, we've come, and then all of a sudden it just disappears again. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the that's the weird part of this, uh, right? Uh, Hollywood television um, that I don't understand because it seems like you, you, there's strides made, and then they go back. And, and when we go back to like the seventies, even with women, there was the bionic woman, who was Lindsay Wagner. There was uh, like again the um, uh, the the chick from um, Mod Squad. The, a lot of women that had show that had uh, starring roles in in the shows that were out at the time, and right. that just kind of falls by the wayside. I don't know what happens. Yeah, that's why I like when CNN was doing those decades, uh, particularly about TV. Because you saw the the turn of every uh, decade where more chances being taken, here comes change, you know, and then a, a, a regression immediate. Like just, I don't understand what the where the why why the regression though, right? The, and, and is, do you think it's financial? But when you say regression, in what sense? Well, then all of a sudden shows disappear. Like okay, like the show. Honestly, I saw someone. I don't know if someone sent it to me or if I just read it somewhere. The show Rock is an underrated show that was on. That was a Fox show with Charles Dutton, the black, the, the black family. Yeah, yeah, that was a great show. Right, and uh, I watch that every week. Uh, you know, and going back, like when we go back, you know, the, the Jeffersons. Although the Jeffersons was. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of, I, I don't know culturally how that was perceived in the black community. With oh, the, it was big. It was big, but they kind of over the topped Mr. Jefferson, didn't they? With this, with the antics, yeah, and the way he I walked. Don't, I, way. I, I, don't, I don't know. No, because listen, there's some colorful niggas out there. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. Uh, and I always thought, to a, a certain degree, Martin. The Martin show to me, Martin was the new George Jefferson. Okay. And some of his retorts and physicality. Um, but yeah, man. But Good Times was another one that I, that I when I was a young kid, I, I ran into that show. I really liked the show. But then, you know, you hear later about, uh, who, who was the father on that show? John Amos. 
And John, he would be a good dude for the goddamn. Like, like, like if they could have said that, then he would have been. It would have fit. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, that nigga's nose was a fist, nigga. But like, he had some problems with the way it was written. Yeah, because he thought the dynamite was too was hokey, and he he didn't like the fact that uh, Jimmy Walker was becoming the star. And at first, and at first, they didn't want the dad. Um, But again, that again, not to say that that life didn't exist. It did, but. It got that, I don't want to say victim, but it was, again, the negative black folks poor in the projects. But then it got better with the Cosby show. Yeah. But black it, people well to do. But it, it it's almost like, and I've said this on the podcast before. Rudy! They, the old Claire, <laughs> Vanessa, and all the babies. I want you to go somewhere different. I want me and your mother to have a night alone. She's going to make some Salisbury steak with the applesauce under the pudding. And I'm going to slip her a pill. And when she wakes up, she's going to be tied to the bed in the spread eagle position like she's making snow angels. And I'm going to be at the foot of the bed looking at the pussy and the doll. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it just seems that when... Uh, it seems that uh, corporate America is more comfortable with putting out a message of that black people are athletes and drug dealers and gangsters. Right. And, and, and even rock was, was a garbage man, I think in that, in right. that show the, you know, I grew up differently. My, my, my dentist was a black dude. My accountant is a black dude. I don't, um, I, and it, and you know, this is some of the things that I think is different too. When you grow up and you see that your uh, dentist is a black dude, and his dad, his dad was uh, was a black dude, and he was very successful practice. Um, and you just you, you see people, you interact with people that are different than you. You stop seeing them as the stereotype, and you start seeing people as human. And I don't think that they they the TV does a good job of helping the average person out until something triggers you, and you go, "Man, that's some black shit." <laughs> But I love the fact that all the prominent people in your life have been niggas. Your dentist, your podcast partner, uh, your your president. Uh, I was Andy's first black president. Uh, now, 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 he's had a lot of niggas in his life. He's had nigger hands in his mouth. He's got, he's shared a stage with a nigger comic. And now he's got a Negro president. So uh, Andy, 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 Andy's white. But 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 he's 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 had a lot of niggas influence. Uh, he's he's gotten better. He's gotten better. Right. Dude, I just I don't understand why that's the only person. Because okay, let's see. you you have that shirt that you're wearing right now. Yes. Uh, white people's Africa. Utah. If you were a white dude and you grew up and in a place like Utah and you had very minimal contact with black folks, TV would start to look normal. That that that's what it is. Right. And that that that's I think that's like when you, and you say that in your act how important the Cosby Show is for uh, pushing the agenda of what a black home really looks like. Yeah. Not uh, uh, so I, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just that when we we brought it up and I, and I looked at the past and I was like, why do we keep and you said, what do you, I mean by regressing? Why do we keep going backwards instead of putting people in prominent positions? So that that that's it. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating for me. Well, don't let it be frustrating. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, next time you're in some pussy, uh, and if she's black, 
no matter what her name is, just before you come, go Sasha Malay. By the way, my first black president actually was Morgan Freeman. Oh, Andy. <laughs> and what? He was in that television, that movie. Oh, Deep Impact. Yeah. Yeah. I was the first <laughs> black president. Not Barack Obama. See? And I, unlike Barack, was all the way Negro. You could tell in my face. I had a pumpernickel hue and some black sesame seeds sprinkled all over my face so delicately. Okay. And he can enunciate because he was on the electric company. That's right. <laughs> I was on the electric company. It wasn't the same as Sesame Street. We were the side bitch of kid shows. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I never even thought about that. <laughs> that was. Sesame, Sesame Street was the main wife. Everybody knew Sesame Street. Everybody knew Big Bird. Everybody knew the Grouch. Everybody knew the Cookie Monster and the Vampire. Can you offhand name one character from, what was it? The Electric Company. The Electric Company. You can't name a one. You always remember your wife's birthday and anniversary. But do you really give a fuck about your side, bitch? All right. Um, let me finish this email. We got way off the fucking rails. Yeah, we did go off the rails yeah. on that one. Um, pop, 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 pop. Um, yeah. How many episodes do we have to hear? Oh, read that part. And POV. I may not always agree with what Andy or Aries, but I don't feel they need to disrespect them over the difference in opinion. It's pure magic. When I hear you guys talk about your favorite horror movie, movie reviews, experiences in different cities, etc., keep up the great work. <clears throat> I love Aries doing Tony Soprano and Paul Mooney, genius. Hey, Carl, who's coming over for dinner tonight? Nigga, you know who's already there for dinner. I'm already at your house, nigga. I broke in. I want some of that Italian shit. I want some manicot. I want some lasagna. Nigga, I want ziti. I want all the shit you wop motherfuckers eat. (laughs) (laughs) Because, because, Because... Truth be told, we are the same motherfuckers. Big noses, gold chains, leather jackets, and Cadillacs. I gotta fucking believe this. I gotta take this guy to go meet Johnny Shaq and Uncle Joe. They're gonna fucking love you. I understand you wrote for fucking Richard Pryor. I don't really like a lot of niggas, but he was pretty fucking good. All right. <laughs> you know you know what WAP stands for, right? Uh-uh. Why they call them Italians WAPs? No. Without papers. Without papers, what does that mean? They they didn't come with papers. They weren't they were immigrants and they didn't have papers to be in the states. So. Well, niggas needed papers called freedom papers. Yeah. God damn. Huh. Okay. This next one is from Frank C. Graham the Fourth. Oh, nigga, excuse us, you rich motherfucker. The fourth. The fourth. Hi, I'm Bartholomew Winston III. Aries is about to read an email from my cousin, Frank C. Graham IV. Please know that this was written on special paper with an ink fountain pen. The rich, how wonderful. Oh, what was the Mexican man's name? Consuela! 
I'm going to put my feet up, and I don't see the footstool. Get on your hands and knees so I can rest my feet upon your back. See, see, no problem. See. Uh. What is this a good position for you, Mr. Batalemir? It's perfect. Now don't speak, because every time air leaves your lungs, you dip. And I need my feet elevated at a certain height beyond the common man. No, 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 probably, no, see. Eh, cuatro, está bien. Alright, um, Warrior, you need to watch it. Yo, Spearmint and Frankenstein. Warrior is fucking dope. Y'all need to watch it ASAP. Aries, I know you mentioned it on the podcast before, but unfortunately, it's not heavily marketed. So many people are... So not many people are aware of it, but it's basically a martial arts Chinese crime drama. And I'm telling you, it's worth it. Give it a shot when you can and let us know what you think. Appreciate y'all motherfuckers. Frank C. Graham the fourth. Um, dude, you know what? And I'm again, Snowfall was on my to do list. I did it. Ozark is on my to do list. I'm doing it. I'm going to put this down. Uh, I want to check that out. Cobra Kai was on my do list. I can't do it. Oh, dude, there was something I didn't bring up on when you brought up Cobra Kai. Yeah. There's a scene in there, and I'm watching it with I'm watching it with Tara again because mm-hmm. I said, "Let me watch the first episode so that I can be refreshed." When Aries and I talk about it, because I hadn't mm-hmm. seen it in a while. And there's a point where Johnny he goes uh, and he goes up to those kids and they're making out. And he's talking about, "Yeah, check out our website." And he goes, "It's on www period," mm-hmm. and then he says, uh, "Cobra Kai uh, period." Uh, then he spells it all out, then he says, period, and then he says, C-O-M. And I looked at Tara, and Tara looked at me, and we go, that's Aries. That's Aries. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I still have a Hotmail. So, um, that's why, that's why, and all that, and we just yeah, looked at that's I'm, Aries. I'm a, I'm a little behind schedule. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. But when she looked at me, and I and I knew what she was thinking, it was Aries, and she's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Ephraim Young. Yo, brothers. Um, I just got to say, as far as the last pod, it was dope, of course, but the last couple, y'all focused on too many of the regulars instead of giving some of the other regular listeners a chance. Just saying, Farrah is cool, but she just talks shit about Andy and nothing else. <laughs> She want to be on that serious red, black, and green shit, but she got a white husband. She needs to calm down, word up. In most pro-black circles, she'll get no burn at all, actual facts. Unless she find, as we hope she is, LOL, and add some more fun emails, shouldn't be about Andy's politics all the time. Yeah, I was disappointed I wasn't on the last few email pods, but I get it. This is a fucking dope podcast, and Aries, you're a legend in the game. I expect you guys to get flooded with emails, so I get it. It was all good until y'all spent 30 minutes on one email. <laughs> that one's still going to come back. Just honest. saying, brothers, give some of your other faithfuls some props. Hopefully, I sound like a fan rather than a cornball like some of these cats. Thanks for the laughs and the great content. Ephraim Young. Uh, yeah, brother, um, I, I, you know, we apologize. We know you wanted to. Faith Fials. Um, yeah, um, 
But are you knocking the fact that Farrah got a, a white man? Are you, are you, you know, because, you know, like we all say, life is short, love, baby. Do what you got to do. Um, yeah. So you got another one. that I think more people are coming to your rescue. I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I I do appreciate it when people voice that. It's nice to know that uh, it's not right. going because we don't. You know, I've never the reason I never wanted to be like a radio DJ, mm-hmm. which is a cool job. I think it's a fun job. I, I have some friends that do it, but man, you don't know what people are thinking or saying or how you know how it is perceived. Right. You know that's why we do stand up. We we get an immediate. It's felt immediately. We know whether right. they liked it or disliked it, or how they felt about it, or what they think. And on this, this is kind of that more like radio DJ thing, where I'm like, I'm sending it out there. I don't know how I'm perceived. I don't know what people think about me. But they tell you. Yeah, that's what's nice. And you know, because before it's it's very easy for people to come at you, right? When they don't like you, but you know, for people to actually like you and then take the time to do that, I mean, I I do appreciate it. But I also think you grow on people too. And I think some people, the more and more they get to hear you and know your perspective and see how genuine you are um they they embrace you you know what that's, i mean that's 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 not you know yeah uh, i i that's you like, how, you like you, you you like the retarded kid in a movie <laughs> during the first hour and 20 minutes <laughs> they want to kick you down the stairs. but then towards the end of the movie they finally give you that hug and it ain't necessarily with love but they finally want to give you a hug, dude. It's 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 how I got. Uh, it's how my girls have always been. I've been. I've always shot higher than what I deserved, and it's because I take the time to grow. Grow. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Um, this is from Candy Champion, and this this is from a woman who uh, became a new listener, but I can tell she's up there in age. Like she's like one of them black women that say sugar uh hey sugar uh and i had to listen to episode 27 first and uh my old pussy lips is wet nigga um son i'm shy till i get to know you but i must and then she puts a bunch of applause emojis i must applaud you honey my firstborn father sucked my toes at 17 and i ain't had them suck like that since, and now I'm 62. And then she puts a cigarette emoji after 62. So you just picture this whole bitch. <laughs> you should throw in one that you don't want none of this. You don't want none of you. <laughs> my dirty little secret. I had kissed my salad like he was head over love for me. The way he held me while passionately kissing my M. My E-M. Kissing my M. What is M? I don't know. Kissing my M. While he was passionately kissing my E-M. E-M. What the fuck is M? Mm. Never got it like that before. Very passionate. He's my last affair. Don't be scared, niggas. Moisturizer is definitely a must. Enjoy the show. Moving to the next. This bitch should live with the Raleigh bitch. Y'all want anything else? You want to eat my pussy? Me first, sugar. All right, Candy. Yeah, well, listen, the older you get, the more you should get of it. Because the older you get, the less you're going to get of it. Well, and what I like what you said about the the country girl mm-hmm. and her, no matter who you're with, you can get some banana pudding afterwards. Uh-huh. <laughs> or some chocolate. 
You want some of this chocolate pudding sugar? You know, we also come in vanilla. All right. <laughs> we are fucking ridiculous. Okay, I'm going to do two more. Kelly Mit Think Makulu. One of these African niggas. Random questions from South Africa. Hello, Aries and Andy. Hope you're doing fine. I'm a fan from South Africa. South Africa. And I didn't know that till I went to Johannesburg. Uh, I knew there were white Africans, but the African accent that I do here, South African is very distinct. Africa. Yeah, it's... Um, fuck. The movie with... Um Jeez, I hate myself sometimes. What? Uh, what was the other buddy cop movie with? Lethal Mel- Weapon. Le- oh yeah, that's the yeah. South African. Yeah. That dude. That's has- where I got. That's where I heard it from. South Africa. Again, yeah. yeah. It's it's such a shitty. It's yeah. yeah. Okay. One of my favorite things in the podcast is the evolution of the inside jokes, and that's why I tell you guys don't skip. And the random characters. I can't decide which one I love more between the 50s white radio hosts. Well, make a decision, buddy. You don't get white men in Africa doing radio. Not this kind. We want to stay away from you, Dockers. It's too hot out there. Last time we went to Africa, we came back with merchandise. Now if we go, what can we come back with? Other than shit we find in the hotel. What do you call it? The gift shop. I don't need to come home with an African statue of something I can't make out, but I know that looks like a dog's face with titties that shoot out eight feet long. I'd rather come back with merchandise so I can sell and have my house clean and have you Negroes do my bidding. You know, Charlize Theron is South African. Yes. Yes. Um, Between the 50s radio hosts and the new posh, wealthy Englishman, I used to own slaves. But I don't anymore. I'm going to buy current Negroes. Because for enough money, a Negro will do whatever you want. Isn't that right, Consuelo? No, Preli. Está bien. I do the topotos the no Preli. You see? Okay. The no problem is on point, though. No Preli. No, Miss Pete, no probably. Está bien. All I have some totally different random questions for both of you, especially you, Aries, because I think your life is so fascinating. When was the last time you cooked? Dude, I only do two things well, barbecue and pasta. Uh, but I actually made some pasta uh, last week. I made some rigatoni with some teriyaki pineapple meatballs and a vodka sauce. The fucking gravy is good on this one. The fucking rigatoni with the Italian, you know, teriyaki meatballs are pretty good. The sauce is good, Uncle Jude. You're gonna love it. Um, the, the, vodka sauce and pineapples? No, no, no. It's a taste. It's the meatballs taste. It is a, there's a. Oh, like a. Yeah, like t- seasoned meatballs. All right, dude. It's it's banging. Trust me. You don't get this waistline uh, by indulging in things that ain't banging. Can you swim? Uh, yeah, when I'm, when I'm in some pussy dick, I'll be swimming. <laughs> be swimming my ass off. Do you own a suit and formal shoes? Yes, I do, even though I'm not a suit guy. I, I don't like suits. 
I can't stand performing in a suit. I feel constricted. Um, that's, your, I, that's your Vegas attire, though, right? Yes. But I would be a suit guy if I had the body. I mean, like that movie uh, with Will Smith and uh, Mar- Margot Robbie, oh, okay. uh, Focused. Will Smith looks great in a suit. Dude, when you got the right, like, who's a UFC fighter? Greg O'Connor. Uh, Evan. I don't know. Really, though? Hmm. Ewan McGregor. Oh. Well, not Ewan. McGregor. The, the, you know, the, the oh, Irish. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looks great in a suit. When you're lean and you got the right body, a suit is sexy on your, on a man. But I just don't, nigga. You're I, dude from power. Omari Hardwick. Tommy. Tommy. Oof. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would wear a suit if I really had the physique. It seems like your life is a cycle of stand-up, food, booze, sports, weed, <laughs> movies, video games, and vagina. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it. I envy that because you love all of the above. But what else do you get up to on your free time? Do you ever travel for leisure and not for stand-up? Nah, I'd like to, brother, but, you know, it is what it is. Like go to the beach or something, and then Andy, here are your questions. Andy, your lady is a lawyer. I imagine that she makes big bucks and has a great corporate career. How did you meet her and convince her to be with you, especially with your comic career still taking off as a comic? (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. No way. Oh, God damn. Dude, that sounded so wet. Oh, dude, you should get. You got to go to a doctor, man. There's something, nigga. That was steam room fart. You smell that, motherfucker? No. All right, back to your lady. Um, I'm afraid to come back over (laughs) in in the screen. Um, I met Tara before she was an attorney, and um, I was starting to do comedy, and she was deciding that she wanted to. continue on her education so we were together the whole time um she went to law school and so we were just there for each other she was there just she's the one i did comedy um for about six months um five years before i give it my start date because uh someone dared me to do it and then i did it once and then there was a place i could do it on sundays for like so for about six months i probably did like 20 i went up like 20 open mics um and then i didn't do it for five years um, for whatever reasons, I had some issues that came up and I couldn't do it. But then um, Tara's the one who got me back into doing comedy. Uh, she, uh, That's a good woman. Yeah. Signs of a good woman. Yeah, she uh, found out where an open mic was and she she told me about it and she said, you should go do it because you know, you, I'm just talking to you. I know you you love doing it. And uh, so I went and started doing comedy again. Then about a little while later, she went ended up going back to law school and we just supported each other through the whole thing. Um, you seem like a nice dude. Aries mentioned how he's been caught cheating in the past. Have you ever cheated in any of your past relationships? And if so, have you ever got caught? Yes, I have cheated in my past relationships. Um, look at this nigga knew about money laundering and coke. So come on, cheating is just part of that. Um, uh, getting caught, you know, we usually when I would cheat. Uh, it's towards the end of the relationship. So it it wasn't about getting caught. It was just a way out, I guess. I think more. What a great way to go. Yeah. If you're already on your way out, nigga, get some pussy on the way out. So, you know, 
that that I, I'm not happy about. I'm not I'm not happy about cheating. Cheating to me, it it just doesn't feel good because then, uh, as soon as you, this is how I feel. And this I it doesn't conf- feel good because you feeling like if you get caught or it doesn't feel good just because it just doesn't feel good. Once you cheat on your girl, then that opens up your door because you know that you cheated. Then that opens up the door to go. Well, what is she doing? Is she cheating? It kind of opens up that 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 the mind games. Yeah. Right, and then then you then she does something. You, I think she might be cheating. Uh, it, it just it because and it's really you. It's it's, it's it comes from inside you. So I I don't like to because I like my relationship. I I, I don't solid as a rock. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to spend that much time with someone, I want it to be a good relationship. So oh. and, and my brain is fucked up. So if I start thinking that someone's cheating, I might as well just fucking get someone else and just and just put them together because I, in my head it's going to be real. Mm. Um, this is for both of you. Trevor Noah is a South African comedian based in the U.S. He is the host of The Daily Show. I'm wondering if you know of him, and if you do, what do you think of him as a comic slash host? I'd love to hear Andy sing my Sharia Moore with that lovely, when that lovely lady writes you an email. Thank you, African. <laughs> <laughs> you should just do the the Wakanda. Yeah, like Wakanda right. forever. You should just Wakanda forever. And just do that for her. Um, yeah, we know who Trevor Noah is. We in the comedy game, baby. I'm gonna tell you, I, I I'm, I'm being honest. I've never seen a stand up, and I've never seen him host a show. Really, I just haven't. Um, I mean, I, he seems like a funny dude. He is very funny. Uh, his stand up, I think, is very funny. I, I've. I'm not a fan of that show. I liked it when John Stewart was doing it, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if it was the transition. I, I've and, and and it was such a, it was such a everything was about Trump, and I didn't want to hear about Trump when I switched over to like a comedy show. Right. I knew it was going to be a Trump show, and I was like, "Geez, the news is Trump. Trump's this." Trump, and then it was more Trump, so I didn't really enjoy the show. Right. I need to check it out now. I think it would be uh, more entertaining now. But now, all these shows are done on um like zoom or skype or whatever it is right. so you that that interaction between the the host and the you know it would be really interesting if we had uh, <coughs> oh god sorry i would like to see how letterman because letterman's still my mm-hmm. my dude as far as like the talk show host guys right i i, I would like to see how he would have handled this if he if he was still um doing the show because right. it just seems so detached and it seems contrived in a way i don't know if there's a way to improve on that but it just i have a hard time with those shows. even you i mean you still watch bill maher but and uh, it just feels weird and there's a little bit of an audience in bill maher show i think or is there a guest that comes on and they just sit six yeah, feet they, away oh he's, uh, he's not he hasn't been doing the guests as much lately it's 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 and, and before it was three people on the panel yeah and him but now it's Two people spread apart right. in him. I, it just, you know, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that uh, that's the only reason I really haven't been into the uh, Trevor Noah show. I, I'll check it out, though, again. I, I'm, I'm hoping that after COVID, um, after we get this a little bit more under control and there's some, uh, we relax some of these restrictions, some of that entertainment can go back the way it was. Because I, I really enjoyed watching the talk shows. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's the last one. <laughs> I almost drowned. Thank God they finally called. 
drifting off into the abyss. But now I can relax and put my feet back on the outside of the tub and let my socks with the toes in them dry out. I have this idea that when he starts to listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. he puts an incense yes. on and starts burning it. And then he just keeps looking at it, just waiting right. and hoping that, you know, that he gets the call. Or he lays back into the tub with his head resting on the tub and he puts a, a candle on the top of his forehead <laughs> and he lights it. And when he feels the wax burns, melts down enough to burn his skin or before it burns his skin. He hopes that that's, that's it. He doesn't take it off until that moment. Exactly. So he just got a head full of wax. All right. <clears throat> also, in your opinion, <clears throat> which film and or TV show has the most emotional portrayal of a fucked up relationship or in some cases positive image of what a relationship should look like? Good question, Didn't we do, I thought we did that. No, 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 no. We well, didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Okay. No. I'm trying. I, I know the one that's similar did. to that. Yeah, but okay. no, that we, we didn't do that. Okay. Um, because <clears throat> that's a two-parter. It's it's what's the most fucked up portrayal you've ever seen, and what's the most perfect portrayal. This for me is easy. The most perfect portrayal is Cliff and Claire Huxtable. I mean, just a man and a and a woman, husband and a wife, both successful, both managing family to perfection. Uh, great parents, they're friends. They know they the, the, all the flirty shit was beautiful. It just that's the perfect home loving scenario. Um, the, the 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 most emotional, realistic depiction of shit hitting the fan. Hey man, this will always be number one to me. <clears throat> The Sopranos, Whitecaps. That episode, Whitecaps. That fight when Carmella tells Tony about Furio and he punches the wall. That exchange, which they both won Emmys for. That's some of the best fucking acting I've ever seen in my life. Both of them are like Ali Frazier. Just a ding, ding, motherfucker. They went hard. Dude, I really think we did this question before because I, don't. I said, because I will say what I said, and I've said this already. It's what love has got got to do with it. You might be right. Yeah, because that's, and I used it for both parts of this. You fucking might be right. Yeah. Damn. Because I, 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 I remember using because it, it made the most sense to me. It's the the, the worst relationship that depicted. Did I give the same answers? I think you did, man. I think he did. And, uh, and and then her realizing that she had to leave that relationship to love herself. <clears throat> well, Coach, uh, put the candle back on your head uh, and let it burn. Because for some reason, I thought that was a new one. But Andy's absolutely right. See, that's part of life is mistakes. And we are not all perfect. So that was an imperfect moment during a perfect podcast. <laughs> Let's not get that's carried such, away. That's such some woman shit to do. Is to say you sorry, but still give yourself the credit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's it. Uh, when you're listening to this, we're going to be, we are in um, in Baltimore. Yes. And we're going to be in two weeks from there. You'll find us at uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio, at the Funny Bone in Columbus, which I, I like that, that club. 
<laughs> Ratatouille. God damn! <laughs> All right, y'all, before we go, uh, this artist coming up is a female. And I actually heard a little bit of her shit uh, as she DM'd me. Yo, she's fire, yo. Uh, Rachel West, Lady Ether, So What, produced by ear drummer DJ Fu. Uh, she's from St. Louis but lives in Hollywood. Lady Ether, So What. Uh, her IG is Hollywood Glamorous. H O L L Y W O O D G L A M O R O U S. The song is called So What Dirty. Lady Ether, real name Rachel West. So What Dirty. Uh, produced by ear drummer DJ Fu. Show the lady some love, y'all. Our ladies, show the lady some love, y'all. We out. Turn me up, fool. I don't give a fuck about the next man. He ain't paying my bills or fucking me, so what? I don't give a fuck about a broke nigga. Got the band running name out about the next, so what? Tired assholes coming and need to find a baby daddy, but the nigga be like, so what? So what? So what? I don't give a fuck about the next man. He ain't paying my bills up, fucking me, so what? I don't give a fuck about a broke nigga gossiping, running name out about the next, so what? Tired assholes coming and need to find a baby daddy, but the nigga be like, so what? So what? So what? Broke bitter bitches always talk the most shit. How you figure, bitch, and you ain't really got shit? Always begging and you thinking that you the shit. No car, no gas, no benefits. Talking heavy, but you solid when I come around. Silence of the land, be careful who you talk around. Shirt in your face, praying for your downfall. Ain't nothing to a G, make a quick phone call. You a lame, you a goofy, you a oddball. Never let a bitch play me like a free-for-all. I learned the game, now I'm playing like a cheat code. Ain't got no time for no old-ass bro Yeah, baby.